Good afternoon, everyone. I'm David Bayada. Today is Friday, May 22nd, and this is your CEO update during the coronavirus pandemic. One of the most important channels we have for communication with each and every one of you is our feedback survey, our keep, it touch, keep in touch survey. We've been getting amazing feedback every day, every week, and we're doing our best to uh, recycle that into adjustments to our programs, to our decisions, um, and to some of the things we're doing to help each and every one of you and help our clients. And so I wanted to ask Eric Thule, our Chief People Officer, to provide some continuing perspective on the feedback we're getting and some of the things that we're doing to respond to all of your amazing input. Eric? Thank you, David. And thank you once again all to our uh, field employees out there serving our clients every day. I wish you all a happy Memorial Day weekend coming up. Uh, I want to thank you all for continuing to share with us your thoughts, your ideas with the COVID-19 Keep in Touch survey. It's so critical and important that we hear from you. And you, know, you may ask, why, why do I take this survey more than once? Well, it's really important because your, your feelings change, things happen. As we all know, th events and things can happen week to week. We want to hear how we're doing. We want to hear how you're feeling and we're getting some really great insights. And so once again, the, the three common themes we keep hearing are around protection, compensation, and communication. So some of the, the new themes emerging within protection this week is how do I get access to supplies in my home? And so as you heard earlier this week, we're busy creating these PPE supply kits that, we'll, that we can send to many of you in our hot, hot zones eventually all of you, so you can feel a sense of security that you have some critical access to PPE. Uh, other themes that we're hearing around travel logistics, sometimes just the travel it takes for you to get out of your way in a given day to go get the appropriate PPE supplies. So that the team is busy thinking about creative ways to make sure we can cut down on your travel time uh, and make sure that you have the appropriate supplies. So these insights are critical to understanding how we can pivot and make some changes. Uh, I wanna say that last week we talked about hazard pay. So some updates to share with you that the House of Representatives did uh, pass the, uh, the HEROES Act, which does include some of this hazard pay component, but it, it has to go through the Senate. Um, so more to come on that, but, I, but a groundswell of support from all of our employees. We had over 10,000 emails sent to our legislators from Bayada employees to advocate on behalf of all of you for hazard pay. Um, and almost 3,000 employees all chipped into support with this advocacy. So things like this are really helping us make movement. And I hope to share some updates as the Senate reconvenes and puts their spin on hazard pay all coming to you because you deserve, you deserve this and we want to fight for you. So thank you. Those are some of the updates, David, from this week. And once again, take the, take the survey early and often. We need to hear from you because your voice matters. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for sharing. Um, as we like to do on Thursday, on Fridays, going into the weekend, um, want to share a video uh, from a division director here at Bayada. Uh, a Bayada nurse started in the field, Virginia Steelman, um, rose through the ranks as a manager, then director, now a, a division director in our skilled nursing uh, unit down in, in the Southeast, um, really focused on talking about the importance of home care. And 
You know, one of the, if there's a silver lining from the COVID-19 pandemic, it's that all of society is actively thinking about, glued to the TV, reflecting on how important it is to feel safe at home. And so one of the things that I'm most inspired by is that each and every one of you are part of the future. We are leading a change in the way that healthcare is delivered from an institutionally centric environment to a home centric environment. And while in, you know, in hindsight, I won't love pointing back to a pandemic that created increased awareness about this in our society, it is one small silver lining that I think is critically important. And it's really all about each of you. You're leading the future of healthcare and it's being delivered at home. And with COVID-19 and beyond, um, that sentiment, that uh, recognition has never been stronger. And so uh, I'll, I'll let Virginia tell her story um, as we head into the weekend. Have a wonderful Memorial Day. We'll see you next week. A shift from healthcare facilities to at-home care. People want to be at home. People don't want to be sick, but if you are sick, you want to be at home. You want to be around your loved ones. It's a growing trend Virginia Steelman and other home health care workers are managing due to the strain brought on by COVID-19. Home care nurses are, are made for this, right? Like we, we're trained to be adaptable and um, flexible. You know, as a home care nurse, you never really know what you're walking into. Right now, it's caring for more clients recovering from the coronavirus. There's certainly, you know, a different level of the unknown, as you mentioned, you know, with COVID-19. Protective gear like masks, face shields and gowns are not an option for frontline workers. They're a necessity. Making sure that we have the proper protective personal equipment for them, making sure that they're informed, um, making sure that they feel safe, making sure that we also educate our clients so that our clients feel safe with the nurses coming in and out of their homes. Another challenge for home care nurses is trying to control who they come into contact with on their job. We have family members, their siblings. Um, you know, we have to get really creative with social distancing within a household. And, you know, what if this family member is still working or, you know, interfacing with the public? Virginia says the response to the virus is constantly evolving. So in the meantime, she expects more people to stay put. They're saying, wait a minute, let's, you know, let's stay at home until we figure this out, until we, until we learn more and, or until we feel safer um, going into those facilities. Hi, I'm Mel Trice, and I wanted to tell you about Beata's podcast series, Healing on the Homefront. We've got two podcasts. The first one is Clayton's Voice, hosted by Shelby Myers. It's an amazing resource for families of children with special needs. And Shelby, as a mom of a special needs kid herself, can draw from her perspective and offer advice. The second is Healing on the Homefront, hosted by me. In my job at Beata, I'm constantly in pursuit of stories. And in home care, they're everywhere. We delve into the stories of those living and working in home health care, highlighting the relationships and experiences unique to this industry. Please check out what we have to offer by searching Healing on the Homefront on any of the platforms you use to get your podcasts.